0: Hello and welcome to the Art of Teaching Business. I'm your host, Denise Lee. I enjoy traveling throughout the United States and speaking at business education conferences so much. The thing that I enjoy most about it really isn't the speaking, it's the meeting of other teachers, business teachers. In my very early days of teaching, I remember being so lost as to what am I supposed to be teaching and what textbooks are other people using uh, for various subjects. Also, we are such a unique type of teacher because we are the juggler of multiple preps. That really makes us very unique. And this semester, I am teaching five preps. Last semester, I had six. I've never really had less than five preps, and I did the math for this podcast episode, and I was a little surprised myself that I have taught throughout the years 11 different business classes. That's amazing. We have phased some out for various reasons, and throughout my 26 years of teaching business education, when I started teaching, we had three teachers, one retired, then we were down to two for several years, and then one retired, and then I am the only one now in our district. There are different factors that contribute to that, uh, one of which is well, the biggest one is that our census is down in our our very rural school district. We don't have as many students as we used to have. A second factor is that we offer so many more options for students as far as electives and CTE classes. So we're down to one. To be honest with you, we could easily fill a schedule for a second teacher because my classes are maxed out. I have Um, oh my gosh, huge classes, every single class of mine. And so many students tell me that they've taken personal finance and they just didn't get it on their schedule because there was no room or they took corporate America. And again, they didn't get it. Or for three years, they've been trying to get my computer software class. So that's how I know that we could easily um, fill another schedule, but that's just not going to happen because of budget restrictions. So in the last 11 years, I have taught accounting uh, consistently. Every year that I've taught, I have taught accounting. And that's the only one that has been honestly consistent. My very favorite class of all times, I was teaching when I first started in 1996. And that was an entrepreneurship class. I loved it. And for some reason, and I don't know why I wasn't around during the genesis of uh, this particular class, but they only offered it to ninth grade. And I liked that ninth grade class a lot. I remember it being very a, a very big class. I only taught it one time a day. And I got special permission, and um, as a young teacher, this was kind of amazing. But I got special permission to take my students once every quarter, once each nine weeks, to our Main Street USA, uh, which is only about two miles down the road from our high school. It's it's truly a small business USA, uh, the perfect um, picture perfect. Main Street that was a self sustaining town. We had a pharmacy, we had a deli and little grocery store, a coffee shop, as well as two little restaurants. We had a dentist, we had a, a physician, a general physician, as well as a chiropractor, a veterinarian. I mean, you name it, we were a self sustaining town. I look forward um, 23 years now, 24 years from whenever I stopped teaching that class. And now we have, you know, your Dollar General um, and the the, the platform has changed a little bit, but still in all, we have our great uh, self-sustaining little town. Well, I only got to teach that entrepreneurship class for four years and it was phased out. And I don't remember the specifics of it being phased out. But as I stated before, you know, we have restructured and went from three to two to one teacher. There were just changes and I was needed elsewhere. But we didn't even offer that class after my first four years. And I remember mourning over that. I mean, that was really upsetting to me because I saw oh my gosh, such great content being taught in that class. I was able to tell stories about entrepreneurs and we were able to, as a class, discuss what in for that entrepreneur made them so successful. What did we learn about their journey that we could apply perhaps in a successful story of, in our own life? We also assessed entrepreneurship qualities that we had um, as students and as a teacher, and we were able to um, think critically through what we could do to improve those entrepreneurial skills. Uh, I also took a great opportunity to do a small unit on everything entrepreneurship, from uh, writing a business plan to marketing and uh, what how finance comes into entrepreneurship and Uh, what problems face entrepreneurs on a daily. And it was just awesome. And again, I, I went through a little period of mourning after that class wasn't offered any longer. Some point in my early years, though, something clicked with me. And I remember thinking, I really should still be teaching everything in that entrepreneurship class in every single one of my preps, and I have consistently been doing that now for um, all the years since. So I'm going to tell you how I incorporate entrepreneurship really across the board. I'm going to do that here in a minute, but if you're not familiar with my social media presence or my website, um, I story every day on Instagram and on Facebook. I am business teach Denise and my students have created a maker space of now over 200 businesses that are these miniature little businesses made out of cracker boxes and oatmeal boxes. And from those businesses, we learn all the great rich business education content. So my students very much so are acting as entrepreneurs. Now, again, I no longer teach an entrepreneurship class, but I do teach a class called Corporate America. That's one of my preps. That class I affectionately call my business essentials class. We called it Corporate America years ago. I I actually started teaching that class the second year um, that I taught. Our principal told me that we needed to come up with an exciting general business class for business education because we were restructuring something students would want to take. So we came up with the idea of calling it Corporate America. We've kept it that, but I have to say, I mean, we really, I'm teaching so much more than Corporate America because I am so teaching uh, small business, small business 101, You know, in the United States, 33.2 million businesses are small businesses, according to Oberlow.com. Not only that, but 8.7 million new jobs between March of 2020 and March of 2021 were created from small businesses. Now, In my 26 years of teaching, most of those years, I have been teaching millennials. Now, of course, I'm teaching Generation Z. Generation Z and millennials are 188% more likely to have uh, the aim of creating a side business compared to baby boomers and generations before them. That's amazing. That's an amazing statistic. Over 90% of all business population represents small and medium-sized businesses. So this is one other reason that I think it's so important that we're incorporating entrepreneurship in every single one of our classes. So back to Corporate America class. That class is a business essentials class and it is 42 minutes, five days a week for a year. It is not a semester class. Of my five preps, Uh, Two of my classes are all year. That is accounting and corporate America. The others are semester classes. That said, those students are creating businesses for that makerspace. That project is called the City Collaborative. I called it that because my classes were all collaborating. All five of them were collaborating to learn in that makerspace. That small bitty uh, small city excuse me of businesses were really made up of businesses made by student entrepreneurs where they were tying in all 11 anchors of the national business education standards. It acted as an instructional tool for my classes. So we take many field trips to that room. Now I am very blessed to have a maker space where the city lives as well as a traditional classroom when that last teacher retired from business education, and I knew they weren't replacing her. I took over her space I didn't ask anyone sometimes you know it's just best to do and not ask permission so i did and i thought i'm going to make this space so unbelievably impressive no one's going to take it away from me and each year we keep adding on to that maker space now in a future episode i will dedicate really to talking about that project the city collaborative but again if you go to my website business-ed.com you can see some pictures or on my instagram or facebook at Business Teach Denise, but uh, I'm telling you, it's the best way that I can incorporate entrepreneurship in every one of my classes, since that class is no longer being offered. And we are teaching such an entrepreneurial generation. So in my Business Essentials class or my Corporate America class, everything entrepreneurship and small business is being taught from the finance aspect, the marketing. I'm doing a small unit on international business in there, as well as a business law unit. And we do a lean business plan for the businesses that the students create. And it's just magical because it ties it all in. Now, some of you are doing a a entrepreneurship class where they're doing a school store or they're making t-shirts or they're selling cookies or something like that. And again, that you are a tying in, you're doing such a good job, I'm sure, of tying in those entrepreneurship um, objectives according to our our business standards. In accounting class, I also incorporate as much entrepreneurship as I can. And that may be the most challenging class to tie in for some people, but I have to tell you a story about Peter. I had Peter in the late nineties and Peter had me for accounting class. He didn't like accounting class, but Peter's family. And I know Peter's family well, because I I went to high school with his uncle, but they were all part of the family and they all are part of the family business. And they all worked for the family concrete business. Now, Peter was probably made to take accounting by his family because it was a business class. Uh, But I really could see by the end of the first nine weeks that he was struggling on why am I in this class? So I worked very hard in tying in every single concept that I was teaching to how this would be affected in a business. And I didn't use a concrete business uh, per se, because I didn't want to call attention to him and his family and make him perhaps uncomfortable. But I was constantly calling, uh, tying in these concepts with Uh, contracting businesses, and any other small business that I could think of. And that really was the start of my journey in doing assessments in accounting class that were tying in to small business for every concept. So we also have our chiropractor that's on that Main Street USA, that small business Main Street that graduated from our high school that chiropractor and I talk often, uh, we are the same age. We were in high school at the same time. And he said, what I didn't realize when I really had my sights on, uh, being a chiropractor, my whole high school career and college career is that I didn't realize I was going to be more an entrepreneur and business owner than anything. He said, absolutely. I am a chiropractor and I am, uh, practicing with on patients every day, but I'm also hiring and firing and staffing. I am also doing the finances and the books. Of course I have an accountant, but I need to understand this stuff myself for my business. And he said I had to market, especially during the pandemic or after the pandemic, I needed a boost of my business. And I needed to remind people that I was open now after the pandemic. And I had to come up with publications. And again, he very much so is an entrepreneur, even though he is in chiropractic care, because everything we know is a business. So in accounting class, that is what I do. I cut, try to come up with small scenarios where I can link my concepts with how an entrepreneur for a food truck or an entrepreneur for a chiropractor's office may use that or need to know that for their business. I also teach personal finance and how in the world am I incorporating entrepreneurship and personal finance? Well, before even diving deep into banking or money management and all of the great rich concepts that we teach in a personal finance class, I do a very robust unit on careers, We talk about careers and we talk about how our career decisions um, really are affecting uh, how much we have to spend, because of course, we will be making a certain amount of money and we have to live within that budget. I also take that opportunity to discuss how some people want to be their own boss and they're an entrepreneur, but before being an entrepreneur, often or while being an entrepreneur, they have to adopt that business as a side hustle because they need to pay their bills. And a lot of businesses aren't profitable. A lot of small businesses aren't profitable the first, second, or perhaps even third year. And they don't start making a profit until they become a more established business. So they have to have a job so that they can eat and they can pay their bills. So We have that conversation and I have some great examples of locals that I use in my class that I have permission to use. I also have those short video snippet testimonials from these entrepreneurs that tell that, you know, in the first four or five years of their business, it was their side hustle. It was their passion project. And when it really became uh, profitable and they thought that they could pay their bills on it, then they were able to quit their day job, so to speak. So those testimonials are a wonderful way to apply entrepreneurship in my personal finance class uh, when teaching that career unit. I also make sure when I'm teaching my computer applications uh, class that I am constantly talking to them about the different documents that entrepreneurs would use or need to know in order to run their business successfully. What is an invoice? What is a purchase order? And how they can process these purchase orders and invoices using templates uh, that are on uh, Google Sheets or Microsoft Excel. So I show them how to access these and when they might be used. We do a lot of professional business letter writing. I think it's important for students to realize that we don't just use a professional business letter for a cover letter or to apply for a job, but we may need to do that when we're applying for an LLC as an entrepreneur or uh, whenever we're writing to the Chamber of Commerce for, for membership. I mean, the list goes on of why we might want to put some professional correspondence out there and where they can find... Uh, block letter format in the future, I show them these tools and how it's important for them to know how to do marketing uh, with Canva or with PowerPoint or with Google Slides and so forth. So my computer applications class is riddled as well with um, entrepreneurship quali- or, or concepts and content that students uh, can take away. In my marketing class, my marketing class is actually called Sales and Promotion. Um, Sales and Promotion class is really focusing on the selling and promoting function of marketing. Of course, there's seven functions of marketing. When I developed this course about 15 years ago, I really felt that in a semester, 42 minutes, five days a week, I was not going to be able to do a deep dive into seven functions of marketing for a semester. So I thought it would be great to really do a deep dive into one of the functions and the selling and the promoting part of marketing is where I focus. It's been a really successful class and very popular because it is full every semester. And I have um, students I know that are on a wait list to take that class. They as well create businesses for that makerspace. The City Collaborative, they're doing everything marketing and marketing plan for uh, that business that they created, as well as social media uh, campaigns, and just really learning about their ideal customer avatar. So it has a lot to do with entrepreneurship. That particular class is so much entrepreneurship that I recommend that my students that take that Corporate America or Business Essentials class that is really interested in entrepreneurship, take the sales and promotion class as well to get even a more in-depth idea of what it might be like to be an entrepreneur or how they can develop more hard skills uh, along the way for entrepreneurship. It is an unbelievably important journey to go on with your students that you are teaching them about the history of some successful small businesses in your area, as well as appreciation for what small business means to the United States. It is a huge economic impact. And a lot of our larger corporations started out as side hustles, passion projects, then small businesses, and now multi, in some cases, billion dollar Uh, very successful businesses. So this episode was really all about tying in entrepreneurship in every class that we teach. You know, again, back to the 26 years ago, I mourned about that class being dropped. I was so upset. But now looking forward of all of the years that I had um, taught entrepreneurship qualities, I really haven't stop teaching any of those concepts i'm tying them in as an interdisciplinary approach to learning across the board in business education Um, sharing entrepreneurship stories qualities that they have as well as tying in anything that i think that i can in accounting class to make this have the students enable the students to connect the great rich content that we're learning in our class in accounting with how an entrepreneur would apply this to their business. There you go, folks. I never really stopped teaching entrepreneurship. It's something that I will teach until the day I retire in every class that I teach. I find find it to be one of the most valuable interdisciplinary uh, content areas that we can teach in business class. If you have found this episode useful, then I ask you to take a screenshot and tag me business teach Denise and place it in your stories. I also ask you to pass along um, this podcast, the art of teaching business to a friend um, and tell them to give it a listen and leave a review on whatever podcast app you are using. I so appreciate you listening in. And again, this is Denise Lee with the Art of Teaching Business.